0: Hi there, this is your fantastic hour, and I welcome you all to an amazing series of my podcast Ring Double to alarm our present for our future. We all are facing climate change issues, some acknowledge these issues and some don't. Those who acknowledge these issues try to get the solutions. In this Ring Double series, I will bring you stories of those people who are forerunners in discovering the solutions to make this earth healthy for each and every one of us. So, let's get started. What comes to your mind when you think of Earth? Many of us would think of a blue planet revolving in space, where huge chunks of land are surrounded by vast crystal clear oceans. But when you would travel in the reality, you would find a lands and oceans polluted, the strange solid and transparent object which we call plastic this plastic could be found anywhere from our dustbins to bodies of aquatic animals and mammals plastic is something that may seem like a life maker but it is a life destroyer it is harming our nature which also means it is harming us actions are needed to prevent the use of plastic many people quote that but only some take the actions. And one of those few people is our guest today. He's a growing Ugandan social entrepreneur and a climate activist. He is the founder of End Plastic Pollution Initiative and coordinator and member of Fridays for Future Uganda. He holds umpteen knowledge in business growth and entrepreneurship, sustainability, development, international trade and skills in digital communication and sharing climate information. He is one in a million, Nirere Satrach, who is also a learned climate activist from the UN SDG Academy on Sustainable Development Goals and member with the Young African Leaders Initiative. And today, we are going to talk on Last Egg Planet. It is a pleasure of mine to have you on this episode of Ring the Bell. Hope you are in a pink felt, health, sir.
1: Uh, thank you for hosting me on this podcast. I appreciate uh, this opportunity to share uh, my story with the rest of the people in the world. And I do uh, want to thank you, Seth, for this uh, podcast. Thank you very much for this session.
0: Thanks a lot. Sir. sir, could you tell us about your work and your background? What was your journey?
1: First of all, my background, I come from a village district of Chiwoga in central Uganda. Uh, we are farmers uh, by means of survival and we farm lots of crops basically food crops including maize and beans and toke bananas so that's our means of survival um, as an individual i have spent most of my time in the village and in towns and now i do stay in in the capital city and for the last few years i have taken all my time to be studying here in the capital city so my background has a real test of what it means to live in an environmentally breaking down society and a community that is really surviving on on nature's gifts and all that. So uh, my work, my working journey as an individual, I was, while growing up, I was experiencing several uh, harsh climatic conditions, Uh, When I grew up, came to big cities, I started to be exposed to the problems like plastic pollution, um, which I have traced back that even in my villages, there has started to be uh, sites of increasing plastic pollution. So me being exposed to all these problems before, I didn't know what exactly as an individual I can do. So I took up learning with several institutions and I got several knowledge to, that can inform me on how uh, and what to do. So I became a green campaigner. Uh, by then, under Green Campaign Africa, we were volunteering to do what we can for the environment. So 2019, uh, Greta bugs wave kicks in in Uganda and then we realized that he, Uh, Students in Europe are striking for climate and also students in Uganda, we would love to to be part of this uh, initiative. So we started uh, Fridays for Future Uganda and then we together started to grow further, inspiring other young people to join us. So my work, first of all, as a coordinator to the movement is more for me to ensure that there's continuity of action um, and also work with mobilizers, there's continuity of activities and they are inspiring, they are attracting attention and we are uh, impacting communities. Um, As the founder to the end plastic pollution movement, my work is basically to to see that we have uh, rolled out activities, projects are going on and we can uh, together achieve a lot of uh, given uh, tasks. I do work with a lot of young, vibrant people here in Uganda that really are are so good to be working with, very intelligent, and we are together bringing our brains up together to see that we can bring out our own informed campaigns uh, if we do our own informed projects that are aware of what's happening on the ground, and And that's what I do as an individual. All my entire work throughout the week, I'm focused to seeing uh, my activism and the rest of my roles I play in different initiatives go forward. And as I also study, party is what I do.
0: I'm in awe of listening about your journey. Your journey motivates Mm you to take action to drop plastic from our lives. Sir, so, could you give us some details about plastic? That how it is really making our earth a plastic planet.
1: First of all, I will uh, I will side by <laughs> people who believe that really plastic is helping. I I, I do agree. Uh, plastic is one of the most uh, good innovations that we have brought on board. And it is really helping us to scale down costs of products, scale down, uh, scale down the costs of operations of diff- different businesses. And it is helping us to innovate and create new ideas, create new products uh, and develop new markets for businesses that want to expand. But this should not blind our eyes that plastic is a problem. As a material, as a product content, plastic as part of a product, all as a raw material being used to manufacture any other product. Plastic in general as a content is wrong in our society. It shouldn't enter uh, our system. So generally, plastic pollution in Uganda is uh, a problem that has come up because of the increase in manufacturing and people are increasing their demand for different accessories and materials and product that really do bear the plastic. So as the end plastic pollution movement, beginning 2019, we started to monitor how this problem is in Uganda. And we visited rivers like River Mpanga, lakes like uh, Lake Victoria, we have uh, partnered together with uh, uh, activists that are running the lecture clinic in Uganda to see that we we see more of the extent of reach of plastic waste within communities in Uganda. This year we are going to River Nile, and all these are entrenched by plastic. So plastic and how it is it is becoming part of part of Content on our environment, it is really wrong. And there are visible, visible evidence that the problem is keeping and keeping to increase as production continues to go on without action to end plastic pollution. So, as the end plastic pollution movement, we have uh, centered our focus to see how we can uh, demand for more. Corporate action and responsibility from companies that are generating this plastic waste. Because the problem here in Uganda and the problem globally is beyond human or beyond individual actions and, and community efforts and all that. We really do need to turn off the plastic tap, turn off the production, turn down. The demand and lower the demand of these products and switch to, to more uh, to to alternatives that are available for us to avoid the use of plastics. So we have worked on a report this year, the 2020 Uganda Plastic Pollutant Report that is ex generating this plastic, and it is through these reports, these brand audits that we do and reaching out to communities, collecting plastics, through uh, running our project, the Water for All project that is turning plastics, uh, using plastics to construct water tanks for schools and hospitals and communities in rural areas. So through all our work, we have been informed very much about what's happening and the problem is really affecting people in our country.
0: You have given us a wonderful insight about plastic, which we use in our daily lives. That how it is helping us in making more products in cheap cost as well as it helps in creating new markets. But at the same time, this should not blind our eyes because this plastic is destroying the environment, destroying the future of the generations to come. So, what ignited you to start your initiative? and plastic pollution and what positive impact has it made in your community?
1: What ignited me to start this initiative was the fact that uh, as, as we keep to see that plastic pollution is becoming a problem, at the same moment is, 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 the, is the booming time of businesses to make lots of profits. But they have less action that they are doing towards the plastic that they're generating. So as a business student, actually, I have done a degree in international business. I did a diploma in in business. So I was well informed about what is business's role in them combating the plastic pollution crisis. But it was not there. I started the initiative to see they can create a conversation around around businesses taking greater action and more corporate responsibility towards the plastic waste waste that they are generating. And we see that companies are changing their models of operations. Companies are rolling out all their brands under sustainability programs. Companies are taking forward to reduce the amount of waste that they are generating by actually reducing on the production of plastics and the application of plastics in their work. And seeing that companies are helping communities to to push more recycling, collecting, cleanups, and push more of these activities that are reducing uh, the mess that they are So it is this, this need to push for solutions straight from the businesses creating the problem uh, made me to to start the end plastic pollution initiative so from 2019 to today 2021 we have managed to achieve a lot but i should say little we are still growing we are just starting but we do believe more people will join the movement more people will subscribe to to the movement to see that we have a bigger voice of people demanding corporate action towards, uh, uh, towards the plastic pollution uh, problem. So we have managed to expose lots of companies, both locally, multinationals, and importers, companies that are dealing in, in generating massive uh, waste of, of, of plastic. We have managed to profile corporations in Uganda that are generating plastics and managed to expose over 16 companies that are generating plastics. We have managed to release Uganda's first official plastic polluters report in this last year, 2020. And we have managed to document more than any other organization or any other initiative the extent of reach by plastics in Uganda, particularly in lakes, rivers, our drainage channels communities up to villages we have gone as far as rural areas to see that we entirely expose the extent of reach by plastics in uganda such that we have an informed approach we don't want to to get data from internet or where we want to get it from our own communities raw data from our own people our own communities where we come from and exposing exactly what we see so we have managed to do all this and as i said it is the little we have done but we are trying to do more this year we are scaling up more to do a lot we have projects going on we have uh more people to bring on board we want to engage more schools more communities expand to more districts expose more companies expose more Corporate negligency on the plastic pollution problem expose more undermining of the law towards plastic Mm -hmm. and expose more of what uh, companies are not doing towards the problem that they are creating. So expect us to really do more this year and expect us to continue fighting against plastic pollution in Uganda. As we call upon more people, more people, more activists uh, to join us Thank you very much.
0: Your initiative is bringing a remarkable change in your community through making corporates and companies focus on reducing plastic as well as exposing those companies who are producing plastic pollution limitlessly. I'm sure that your future projects will create a plastic-free future in Uganda. So, are people joining your initiative? How are you making the local people aware about the plastic pollution?
1: Uh, yes, people are joining the initiative. We, we started few people as actually we started as, as, as young people trying to, to, to bring up an initiative that has not been existing before, but we never knew that we will really grow this far. I started as one individual, became two, three. Now we have an entire team of over 152 volunteers that are actively in within seven communities. Uh, Six, uh, three of those communities are rural communities. We are working with over 50,000 people covering over six communities in within these mapped rural uh, communities that are beneficiaries, first of all, to the Water for All project. We are also... Uh, helping to reach to uh, hundreds of many people within the urban areas. We have mapped also three uh, working communities that we are working directly with, including uh, schools within those communities and hospitals within these communities uh, to ensure that we have more plastic free spaces and more, uh, more uh, solving the water shortage problem, but also using the using plastic bottles as. As eco bricks, so this is how we have managed to reach out to many of these communities. But our community outreach is also based on empowering and young people, uh, girls and women, to participate and also add their voices and uh, take action to to combat plastic pollution. So in this, by this, we've strategically managed to create space for many people to join us. So the movement, has activities, uh, have. Have a participation of over 1,500 young people in Uganda, and we do hope that this year we shall keep growing. We have a network of, of over six schools so far and two universities so far that we are working with, and all these young people have are vibrantly spreading the, the message of, of corporate companies taking more action to towards the problem that they are creating of plastic pollution. So we mobilize through local leaders, people, schools, young youth, youth groups, youth leaders, and then until we reach the locals down on ground and we engage with them to see what's exactly is happening and how we can communicate it through our platforms and increase awareness on the problem through our Activism and our our channels, and also we have managed to grow of of close to two thousand readers on our website, the End Pollution Now dot site. We have managed to have a blog site where we can upload articles, articles that have read close to over a thousand readers. We have a following of over four thousand people spread. On, on these different platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we are trying to see that, indeed, we, we, we reach to everybody, both online and also uh, offline.
0: You have done so, tremendous work in making the people, children, schools, universities, youth groups, and environmentalists engage with your initiative, End Plastic Pollution, for a revolution People participation is always needed, and especially the youth. Sir, according to you, what role is youth playing in making a plastic-free planet? Do you think that the actions taken by the youth are enough to make the earth plastic-free?
1: Yes. First of all, what role should the youth play in this fight? Number one. As the end plastic pollution movement, we are trying to garner youth behind adding their voices together to pushing and demanding greater action and responsibility from companies generating plastic. You people should step up and tell these companies to do more. Because companies blame the people, yet they create the problem. So it is youth to come up and say no we need a change in the model we need a change in your operations and we need a change in the way you're doing business if you still want to sell us your commodities we have to go plastic free so youth should do should come up and demand for this corporate urgent corporate action two uh of which what we are also doing uh, two I'm also urging youth to be drivers of change, drivers of solutions, uh, come up with creative ideas that can solve the problem that is already existing because already companies, they are releasing too much as we keep fighting them, they are keeping increasing their production. Currently in Uganda, we are constructing water tanks using plastic bottles. But to give you a little bit of statistics, Coca-Cola only a day it produces in 24 hours, they produce over 24,000 bottles in a week. They almost produce 4 million bottles because if every, every one hour you produce over 24,000 bottles, that makes over 500,000 bottles every 24 hours multiply that by the days in a week, that's almost 4 million bottles per week. Now, no recycling system can cope up with such a pace. Remember, the same company, Coca-Cola, produces 200,000 bottles on average per second, per second globally, eh? per minute all per second. So you find it's the, the waste generated is too much, is too much. So young people, we should be thinking how we can turn this problem into an opportunity to drive, to grow businesses that can offer solution to it. Right now we are running the, end, the, the water for all project where we are using plastic bottles as eco bricks to construct water tanks through our partner EcoAqua. And we are helping to reduce the amount of plastic bottles that would have gone into the environment, our rivers, our lakes, and turning them into uh, a concrete structure that can offer people clean water and safe water to use because many communities here are facing a water shortage problem and access to unsafe water. it's it, youth, we should be more entrepreneurial in the way we approach the problems that are in our community. And not only uh, get hyped by the activism and, and the success on, on social media and all that, we should make sure that we are drivers of the solutions that we want to see in, in that we want to see push the change in our communities and uh, number three, I want to see youth join us, join Fridays for Future, join end plastic pollution, join 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 fellow youth, come up with initiatives, have a community led effort, have uh, a community led initiative. Youth should learn how to come together and they fight towards plastic pollution. So together we can do more, and that is. And I do recommend youth to join Fridays for Future, join uh, Sundays for Future. I have seen in India, you are running a a a program on Sunday where you are planting trees and also doing climate strikes. People should join these these initiatives. Young people should join the end plastic pollution initiatives such that together we can combine our knowledge, we can combine our Understanding our experiences, tell our stories, uh, bring together our voices and combine what's going on in our communities. And then we can have a concrete uh, solution out of it together. So people should not shy away from joining movements like ours. They give platform for them to add their voices in action for a better cause. Uh, those are the three uh, recommendations I can talk about youth involvement in this uh, in this uh, area
0: i absolutely agree with you sir that the youth should step up to tell the companies like coca-cola to go plastic free and you have also stated a wonderful point that youth should be entrepreneurial with plastics because we are the ones who will suffer from these climate crises if we do not do something about this plastic pollution. Sir, do you see social entrepreneurship as a promising career for youth?
1: Yes, I decided to be a social entrepreneur, not only now, but forever, because I, I do believe that it's, it's more morally good to make money while you are solving a problem. We have seen that we are suffering so much by the greed of billionaires, entrepreneurs who are running business as usual models. Hmm? People who are putting profit on top of everything. We need new breed of entrepreneurs like us that are going to give space for interests, promoting the planet, promoting the environment, safety, climate, safety, promoting our communities, the needs of people first before we make the money. So we have to have a new kind of approach about the way we are doing things. So two, the only way we can solve most of our problems, mostly in Africa at a larger scale, like in the global South is by turning our initiatives into capital creating initiatives, if communities can be empowered through them consuming a certain solution and giving that solution market base, they, they generate revenue through them consuming this solution. revenue that can turn be back in these societies to improve them. Companies that are running sustainably design the products are growing faster than companies still running business as usual. So social entrepreneurship is, it, it goes beyond, but it is built on an interest of promoting the planet people first. Thank you very much.
0: I think it's time for the youth to go for social entrepreneurship. Because it is nothing wrong in making money while solving a problem, plus it would also be a lesson for those billionaires who are doing business as usual. And this change needs to be done at a fast pace. So, tell us more about the climate issues arising in Africa and how you are coping up with those issues.
1: Uh, thank you for the question. There are many issues, particularly in Africa as a region, but also uh, particularly as sub-Saharan Africa, we almost experience the same uh, climatic conditions that are actually getting worse. We have uh, frequent occurrence of droughts, um, We have prolonged uh, dry spells, we have failing crops, We have our communities, Having uh, water shortages. We have animals uh, dying because there is no pasture they can feed on. Uh, we have rampant deforestation, which is almost uncontrolled in the country. Everybody is cutting down trees, and this is really, really worsening the situation. Floods, heavy rains, landslides. So in Uganda, We are trying to address the issue of water shortages as uh, through the project we are working on, the Water for All project. And water shortages in Uganda have been an issue also of a breaking down climate, where you find uh, people have to move long distances whenever it is a dry spell to find water. Water in natural springs or natural wells dries up during dry spells and people have to suffer without it. So the climate crisis has also extended the issue to women and girls who have to also suffer because in Uganda, women are the ones to cook food, move long distances, to look for the water, to cook at home. So you find that all these underlying challenges have been extended because of the water crisis problem. So we are trying to address that issue in Uganda uh, through uh, us solving plastic pollution problems too, by turning plastic bottles into water tanks that can enable to collect at least 10,000 liters for each unit of water for people that they can use. And we are taking this into schools and communities within rural areas and hospitals. So that is how, so far, those are some of the environmental problems that are affecting Uganda and Africa uh, in general. It's, it's really too much or a mixture of events that are really happening. And of recent, we had a, a wave in East African region of locusts who are believed to have been a, a result of the of, of a condition, a climatic condition that favors their breeding. So within the region, all this is really really uh, really devastating. And Africa has gone further to experience bigger problems than that. We have had cyclones in, in Mozambique. We have had the severe hunger and the famine due to prolonged droughts in the Sahel region. in in West Africa, in North Africa. So it's really, really becoming, uh, becoming too bad. But we look forward to a resilient Africa, a resilient continent where communities can be able to withstand the effects of the climate crisis and can be able to live with a breaking down climate system and they can be able to change it for the better. So we despite us facing all these these problems we are not hopeless we know what to do and we are we are rising up to do it we are just calling upon everybody's support to to see that uh, we have communities that are resilient people that are that are resilient people that are sound mind to push forward and can live with um with a broken system and can fix it. So we are hopeful Africans now, and we know the future will be bright if we keep pushing for more action and keep pushing our activities uh, as individuals here with what we are doing. Thank you.
0: Yeah. It is devastating to see how climate change is causing hunger poverty, lack of proper agriculture, cyclones, and many more climate issues in Africa. But I'm hopeful that more African environmentalists like you will surely change this broken system in Africa into a new and better one. So, what would you like to say to the rest of the world to help Africa deal with the climate problems? Because right now, Africa, the continent which only emits 3% of carbon emissions out of the whole world, is the one being devastated by, by the effects of carbon emissions produced by developed countries.
1: First of all, I want to be one of the first African activists to say that we should stop to say that Africa is emitting less Yes, we are emitting less, but right now, what is happening is we are on a pathway to increase that little contribution that we always talk about. Right now, there are many ongoing projects that are emitting carbon that are actually going to start. Oil discoveries within the sub Saharan uh, region, sub Saharan Africa region, are just booming. So, expect Africa's contribution to the carbon emissions to be increasing. So, right now we should change the conversation to also how Africa has to play a role to reducing its contributions um, globally on the on the carbon on the carbon index. So, just for for a second, that should be uh, should be noted. However, the international co- community, the 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 rest of the world and apart from Africa has got to understand that most of the problems and most of the biggest contribution, a significant contribution is made by the global north, rich countries. The, the Germans of this world, the, the, the Europe of this world, the, the, the UKs of this world, the Americas, the Chinas, the Russias of this world are doing so much to killing this planet than they are doing actually to help it. All the Fortune companies, all the leading plastic poly- all the leading carbon emitters, all the leading fossil fuel producers. All the leading companies that are financing climate denialism, all of them come from developed uh, countries or the global north. All this is because they want to undermine the fact that they are the leaders in creating this problem and they created it. So what we need is that we need global effort combined global effort, a a collective effort whereby countries come together and agree on what to push next as a collective. I appreciate the Paris Agreement and how countries are adapting it through their nationally determined contributions. I was part of the discussion in Uganda. But we have to see that the agreement stops from being a a guideline to to more of, of a tool that is helping countries redefine their climate action plans, redefine their plans to combat plastic pollution, redefine their plans to combat several environmental issues. We have to align them so that we have global effort where all of us feed into the same system. That way, we can solve many problems. What is happening is, Europe is saying, ban plastics. Africa says, ban plastics. On our own, we operate our own regulations. Those on their end, they operate their own regulations. Europe has plastic waste as listed as a commodity in Europe. In Africa, it is not there. So we have different standards, different controls. Uh, Kenya is banning plastics usage and manufacturing. America comes through its trade deal wants to weaken the plastic ban. U- Uganda is has just discovered the oil. The president recently was saying that they should make the oil channel into production and manufacturing of more plastics. All that is pushed by who? Total, Shell, and all these big companies coming from the North. So... We have a lot to push the North to play for. The multinationals are here destroying the planet. They are in our countries, taking away all our resources, giving back little and doing much in destroying the environment. So the global North has a lot to pay, has a lot to play, has a lot to do when it comes to to the fight for a safe environment. Also, there has got to be given space on the table for Africa to table what it needs and what it takes to be climate action, not to be dictated over by the the global North that this is what you should do, these are the solutions you should be implementing. We have solutions that are applicable to our societies, our communities, and we need the global North to listen to us first, then they make conclusions after but we are tired of us benchmarking on their own paperwork and their benchmarking on their own research and using their own facts and all that. We have our own problems that we have. And we have African solutions for Africa, have local solutions for local communities. So that's the kind of, uh, of strategy that would be win-win for us all. Uh, those are some of the ways we have to, to do as, as, as we enforce more global cooperation because always Africa is not on the table, even less of Asia. They always want to keep us down the table when negotiations are coming up. We always, our data is not really that communicated to reflect the right image of the context happening in our communities it always has to be polished a bit. So we, we, we are tired of this, we are tired of this and it is time uh, the world sees Africa as a player, sees Africa as a contributor uh, of, of, of solutions and Africa as as a space where many, uh, many solutions can thrive and we can together do more to help have a, a world with less uh, less uh, environmental harm. Uh, thank you very much.
0: So you have opened our eyes that how global north needs to pay off their actions, their carbon emissions, and create a new environment. But this can only be done with the global effort of each and every country. Your words are truly enlightening for me and surely brought a sense of admire for you and your work among the audience. You are a cognizant personality in the field of environment. It was a nice discussion with you on today's topic, the plastic planet. Your actions define your personality, so be aware of the actions you take. Thank you, sir, and thank you, everyone. Thank you. you all for listening to this episode of Ring the Bell Podcast. Hope it has been an amazing experience for you and would have found your takeaway from it. I feel nothing is perfect but we should keep trying to make things perfect. So if you feel I should add more sugar or salt to my podcast, do drop in your suggestions at r of eight triple eight at the way gmail dot com. Till then, hasta luego.